When it rains, it pours. At least that's what they say. In times of drought, however, it can be easy to forget the storms of the past. Of course, I'm not talking about the literal rain. It's a metaphor, which I'd like to believe I've got something of a talent for, as one of the world's leading authors in the realm of gay erotica. The quote may be overused, but as I watch the social media notifications roll in, I really can't think of any better way to put it. The comments scroll downward for what seems like forever, one after another as strangers from across the globe praise my new erotica short, pounded by the pound, turned gay by the socioeconomic implications of Britain leaving the European Union. Looking back on the lean times, it's hard to believe that things could shift so greatly with a single publication. But here we are in the downpour, and I'm suddenly completely overwhelmed. Interview requests are coming in left and right, filling my inbox to the brim as I struggle to find the time to field them all. Not only that, but the pressure of a good follow-up is mounting, something that can match or even supersede the success of this runaway hit. Unfortunately, I'm drawing a blank as far as ideas go. I stand up from my computer and grab my coat, heading out into the cool evening air of Billings, Montana, my hometown. This is the best way to get my mind working, and if I want to find myself a good follow-up, then I better start looking. I walk down the front steps and take a left, tracing the sidewalk through the suburban street and down around the corner, traversing what feels like a never-ending cascade of bright green lawns. Farther down is one of the main roads, and on the corner rests a small collection of businesses, including the local coffee shop that I often frequent. My head inside. Hey there, my favorite barista, Sam, calls out from behind the counter as I enter. What's going on, Buck? Oh, nothing, I tell him, strolling up. Just trying to figure out what to write next. Sam smiles and grabs a cup, immediately getting to work with fixing my usual order, a nice cold chocolate milk. Yeah, I saw you've been getting a lot of press with that new one about the whole Brexit thing, right? I know. A few people have picked it up. It was in the Billings Herald this morning, Sam gushes. That's a big deal. I chuckle to myself. Don't forget BuzzFeed and the Huffington Post. Even viral video stuff is going great. I'm sure that guy who does Mark Reed stuff is already making a video where he recites it to a crowded convention room. He's probably literally doing it right now, Sam offers with a playful smirk. So what's the problem? The problem is what to do next, I tell him. Sam rolls his eyes. It's not a bad problem to have, Buck, he tells me. I know, I know, I offer. The handsome barista finally finishes making the chocolate milk and hands it to me. No charge. I try to insist, but Sam doesn't let me, instead turning to the next customer in line. I push a few dollars into the tip jar instead, then take my drink and head back out onto the street. The walk home is just as pleasant as the first, although the sun has finally dipped entirely behind the horizon now. Dogs are barking in the distance as automatic sprinklers begin to turn on, the perfect Billings neighborhood nightfall. When I reach the house once again, I realize suddenly that I haven't checked the mail today, stopping out front and pulling open the mailbox. Of course, on such a typical evening, I expect the typical assortment of bills and random newspaper ads, but instead I am greeted by a large pink envelope. I pull out the envelope and inspect it, finding nothing other than the name Buck Trungle scrawled across the front. Upon opening the mysterious letter, glitter flies everywhere, scattering across the grass below. There's a card inside that has been cut into the shape of a large heart. I open up the card and begin to read. Buck, I hope this finds you well. In case it wasn't already obvious, I love you very much, and I would like to spend as much time with you as possible. However, it's getting to the point that I should start making my exit. I'll be honest, though. I just don't want to go. 
Instead of leaving, I was hoping that we could meet up for dinner and see if there's a way we can take this relationship to the next level. Love, the physical manifestation of the substantial press generated by your new book, Pounded by the Pound, turned gay by the socioeconomic implications of Britain leaving the European Union.